people of Earth. Welcome. 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 To the Chips and Bits podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Kenny Myers. And with me, as always, is my dearly departed friend, Matthew Anderson. Departed? Say hello. Hello. That's it? Well, yeah. You, good, you basically instructed me on what to say. Is it good to be here? Uh, it say was it's good it, to be here. It was, and then, and then I listened to say that intro. it's good to be here. <laughs> it's great to be here. Shadow of Mordor. 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 Uh, a beautiful game from our neighbors to the east. Actually, your neighbor to the west. Wait, because what? You live on the east side of Seattle. Monolith. Monolith okay. built the game. Yes, they did. Monolith is based out of Bellevue, Washington, or some shitty suburb of Bellevue, Washington. Which I didn't even know about until I played this game and looked up where they were from. Yep. They built some really classic games, and they built Shadow of Mordor. They did. Which is Matt's game of the year. It was, yes. I mean, sorry. Is it no longer? It still is my game of the year from last year. That's weird. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't change. Just, okay. You know, it's 2015 now. Very good. So, tell us, Matt, why is Shadow of Mordor your game of the year? Uh, it was the most fun to play. I mean, that's, that's the shortest answer. Okay. I had the most fun playing that game than any other game that I played last year. And why? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, well, it has some. I mean, it has lots of stuff about it, but I think that uh, it w- it fills the role of. Uh, see, some of the past games we would have talked about would be kind of like Darksiders. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be anything fantastic. Right. Uh, and then it was fantastic. So our, dark, it, our Darksiders of the award. Yeah, yeah. So it had the element of surprise. Uh, on top of the fact that then as you continue to play the game, it just everything that was done in the game was done really, really well. I wonder if we can come up with a name for that award. The Darksiders Award? Anytime, any sort of, well, I guess that would work, but it's like the Black Sheep Award or like the Prodigal Son or something, you know. Yeah, it's something like that. The yeah. Chips and Bits Prodigal Son Award. Yeah, boy, we're, we're running low today on <laughs> Joke Fuel. Boy, we are just running low. It is like a train wreck. So, but a train that's not moving. That's the yeah, we're, I had to, uh, you know, when, when a game comes out like this where some people have heard of it, some people haven't. Explain and, the premise. You, you, you talked enough about why you like this game. You it's, know, you don't even know what I was going to say. What uh, I was, I was going to know what you were I was going to do the description of yeah, my, my two-phrase description. I was kind of going to, yeah, I was bracing for that. All right. What did you want to instruct me to say again? What's the premise, did you say? Okay, first, yes, explain the premise, please, to the the people. So the premise is that uh, you are, were you a ranger? I'm not going to instruct you on anything. Oh, okay. Um, So you die. You were a ranger. You you were a ranger. On the wall. And uh, this, I can't remember the guy's name. The Black Gates of Mordor. Okay. So the Black Hand guy. He, uh, are you talking about Celebrimbor, or are you talking about the Black Hand of Sauron? Uh, what his minion guy that comes and kills your family? Right. Who's that? 
It's a. It's a, one of the. I don't know. Okay, so some peon, some bad guy. Yeah, he comes and he. But not Sauron. No, not him. He comes and he kills your wife and your kid. Yep. And then he kills you. But something happens. Do you where... think he kills you because you viciously kiss your wife in the first part of uh, the? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Do, do you remember the mini game about that in yeah. the beginning? <laughs> no, but I. One of the funnier parts about that was. Uh, to train you, they have these, what I thought was a pretty interesting way to train you how to do things. Like, to sneak up to kill somebody, they train you by teaching you how to kiss your wife. Yeah, sneak up behind her and kiss her, yeah. And then there was this article on probably Polygon uh, huh. that was just like how that sends the wrong message about treating w- women. Like. Really? Because cause it's a violent action. Uh, it's training you to oh. do a violent action on women. <laughs> I see. I don't. Rem- I didn't read that article, but I do yeah. remember the mini game, and I thought. I also thought it was really good. They, yeah. they took real, uh, non-combat situations and kind of tweaked them so that they could reveal the story, but at the same time give you a walkthrough on the controls. It was pretty clever. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'll try and make this shorter. I feel like I'm I'm drawing on already, and I haven't even got to the point. But essentially, you we die. All do. <clears throat> you we die, all feel and in death, so you know someone chooses to save you. And you wind up in this half... Celebrimbor. Yeah, Celebrimbor. Uh, you can he... say his name. I don't remember his name. That's why it's I'm not Celebrimbor. saying it. Usually you brush up before these kind of I No, I don't actually. You know, for your favorite game, you don't have a really vivid memory of it. So you die. He, he saves you from death and brings you back with some ulterior motive that you can't quite figure out. Right. And then essentially it's this game where you are in... Um, Middle Earth, and you are on the hunt Specifically for... Specifically where in Middle Earth? I don't fucking care. Mordor. Mordor. You're in Mordor. So you're on the hunt for a bunch of different orcs uh, that will lead you to uh, the Black Hand, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I the, the, so. yeah the guy that, that killed your family so that you can avenge their deaths. You know, but you along the way... You can't, you can't just... You can't tell me... That make jokes about me instructing you, and then ask for help when you need it. Yes, I can. Like, They're gotta, two different things. You gotta pick your pick your battle. There's here. backseat driving, and then there's you know question and answer. Well, clearly you need a front seat driver on this particular thing. You couldn't even remember Celebrimbor. Who no. doesn't remember Celebrimbor? I, I didn't remember his name. All right, so Celebrimbor. Anyways, along the way, you find out that he's got an ulterior motive, and you're learning things about him and his past, and that he forged one of the rings, and blah blah blah. But that doesn't matter. It's not super like you're not like the, super surprised. No, the story is the story itself is pretty cliche. Uh, it's what you would expect. It's it's just it's the playing of the game that is was really fun. Um, so, what I wanted to say before Kenny instructed me on what he wanted me to say, yeah, was that I had many friends that I wanted to try to convince to play this game. Right, and it was really difficult to try and tell them what the game was about without using some sort of metaphor or comparing it to another game, because that's usually the easiest way. Okay. And I felt kind of bad at first, because what I would tell them is I would say, okay, imagine you've got the movement mechanics and kind of open world quest system of Assassin's Creed. But and, a good, a and good, the game engine. A good Assassin's Creed, yes. And the actual game engine. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then you've got the combat system of the new Batman games. Right. Tweaked mm, a little bit. It, it's simplified. Simpler. Simplified. But Not same as so- fun. No, but counter-based sort of like yeah. combat. Uh, th- that was the best way to describe it at first. You, you, know? mi- you missed out on on like one of the best parts about the whole game. How could you describe this game and not 
describe the nemesis system. Well, I would do that second, but I first had to tell them, like, what is it like to play the game? But it doesn't really matter if you explain the nemesis system. It just sounds cool on paper enough that any sort of gameplay before it would just just throw, just be like, okay, I guess it, that sounds fine. Except I'd, I would actually argue that point, because I remember reading about what they called the nemesis system right. before the game came out, and I kept thinking, well, that's a stupid marketing term for something. Like, why don't they just say what it is? course after you play the game you're like holy shit the nemesis system is amazing right but on paper i actually heard i was like what the hell is a nemesis system that's just dumb right um i'll let you talk about the nemesis system because i just talked about a whole bunch of random stuff but yeah you didn't really take us anywhere i'm bad at that sometimes sorry it's okay but the nemesis system is great it's the best part about the game so the nemesis system is kind of like the combat system in that uh it's based on no, I don't know. I, there was a joke in there, and it completely bombed on me in my head. <laughs> I was like 10 steps ahead, and then it just fell apart like paper and water. So the Nemesis system is, in lieu of doing any of the story missions, it is the open world, I'm exploring things, and I, I randomly encounter orcs. The Nemesis system is so rich that I played at least 20 hours of the game... <laughs> Before I realized there was a whole nother area to unlock. Yeah, I did too. I thought I was playing the game and I was like, this game is amazing. Yeah. And then, I, and then I was like, oh, oh, there's story missions. Oh, I haven't even been doing any of the story missions. I've just been fighting orcs. Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, they did this really ingenious thing where they took a pretty, you know, random sampling of first names and modifiers. So it's things like Torx, the destroyer, or Kenny, the buffoon, something like that. You know, it's like the Mad Libs of orc names. And yeah. you run into these randomly generated orc creatures in your world. And those orcs are different than the orc... Like, the orcs I encountered are different than the ones that Kenny encountered. The randomly generated. The randomly generated ones. Well, slightly random. So, yeah, they're, they're from a pool of names. Right. But they, they look different. They're all from randomly generated names, characteristics, looks, etc., etc. Yep. And you encounter a bunch of them. Tons. And that's cool to begin with. But the cooler thing is that there's a certain amount of scripted memory yeah. that all of these orcs have. So when you encounter them in battle, if you chop off their arm and they run away, you can't actually chop off their arm, but that's the best example I can give. Right. If you injure them and they escape during battle, when they return, you know, they're bandaged. They talk to you like they're aware that you chopped off their arm. And they're like, I'm going to get revenge for you because I only have one arm. Wah. Let and alone if they escape with their lives from you, they get promoted. Yes, promoted in the... There's a promotion system called. in the Nemesis system where uh, if they attack you and they live or they kill you, especially if they kill you... Yeah, they rank up. There's there's like ranks in the system and they actually gain levels and become stronger and harder to kill. Yeah, and each different orc will have these things where they're either vulnerable to something yeah. or they're powerful against it. So right. they're, they may be vulnerable to fire and if you can expose that weakness, you can, you can beat them easier. it's like in-game objects that you can like fires and stuff yep sneak attacks or just straight up melee melee attacks oh and ranged attacks those ranged, are things yeah. like your bow but sometimes they'll actually be uh, immune to them which is the opposite and if you do that you will enrage them and they will become more powerful right so sometimes they're invul- they're not vulnerable to ranged attacks so if you fire an arrow at them you, you're screwed because now they're super strong and they'll kill and, you and sometimes when you kill them they just come back yeah 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 um one of the slightly more clever kind of takes on that as well is that if you get killed by one of the orcs, yeah. they can not only be promoted, but they do this sort of thing that's, I think it was called revenge, right? And you'll see these random targets show up on your map that aren't orcs in the tree of um, leadership that you've encountered. They're random. And it's a mission 
for you to avenge the death of one of your PlayStation friends. Or yeah. it can also be random people on the PlayStation network. We yeah. played it. I played it on PlayStation. But mm-hmm. so if Kenny was killed by an orc, I would get these random missions that were like, avenge Kenny's death. Right. And I would have a certain time limit to go and kill the orc that had killed Kenny. Did you kill Asdush? I'm trying to remember if you killed I killed Asdush. a lot. I killed a lot of orcs on your behalf. <laughs> Asdush was my nemesis. His name wasn't actually Asdush. Also, was like, I just... I love the, the name pronunciation system yeah. that they had because it's like, Asdush. Yeah. They also did this really, it seemed super campy at first, but you'd get in, they, they did this uh, chant every time you would encounter one of the captains. Uh, one of the big wigs, yeah. Yeah. So you, the, the orcs that were at the top of the structure were called warlords or war chiefs. Yeah. And yeah, they would have a name again, like, you know. Schmurgeltoff. Schmurgeltoff yeah. the Manipulator or whatever. Or Kenny the Buffoon. Or Kenny the Buffoon. Kenny the Buffoon, yeah. And so you'd encounter him, and they'd do this little mini scene where they'd show him kind of in slow motion approaching you, about to do battle. Yeah. And they'd chant, Kenny, Kenny. Yeah. And the first time I heard it, I was like, well, that's, that's kind of stupid. I thought it was great from the start. I didn't. I needed some convincing. But eventually, I was like, yeah, here comes Kenny. I'm going to kill that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. So yes, I love the Nemesis system, and I'm sorry I didn't talk about that first, but it's it's quite arguably the best part of the game. And well, I, it pretty much what propels the game beyond just being a decent Assassin's Creed style game. Exactly. Yeah. If if you take you the know, things, I, I just realized I just said decent and Assassin's Creed right next to each other. We know that's it's, not that's no longer a truth. It's been a long time, it's Kenny. Like <laughs> Assassin's Creed Two was so good that I can't even get rid of that nomenclature because even though it's a lie. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I think that the things that they kind of copied or mimicked from other games, they did so well and tweaked them so well that had you played just that game it still would have been a very decent game but i think the nemesis system totally puts it in you know a category of its own and it's funny once you see someone do something like that where you look at the pieces and you're like well i see how they did that i wonder why no one else has done that before and i hope a lot more people do things that are similar to that in the future because i thought it was really cool well i think it's about processing power what they could do because that because they can't run the nemesis system doesn't work on the xbox 360 like they literally don't have the really? juice to run that kind of kind of processor like like oh weird the, so this is a game just not memory, have the memory required is so intensive and the space and all that stuff that they couldn't do it yeah huh. so yeah in the in the 360 version I, I was reading that they pretty much just kind of fake it a little but it's pretty much they already established the characters and you just play through them huh yeah, but the, I mean, the random generation is one of the best parts. Yeah, it really and then, is. Ugh, you know what the fucking worst part is? When you're just walking around and you're just like, like just just trying to do, I don't know. Collect herbs collect or whatever. Herbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then all of a sudden you get attacked from behind and this motherfucker just comes up and it plays a little cutscene because mm-hmm. every nemesis has a little like tiny cutscene. And they yeah. want to talk to you too. Yeah, they want to and, talk trash. And they, and they do. And like Matt was saying, they, they if you hurt them in some way, they'll be like, yeah, you might have gotten my head, but rah, rah, rah. Which, mm-hmm. actually, you could take off someone's head, mm-hmm. and they would still come back. Yep. Which wasn't supposed to happen, but I think it was a bug in the game. I don't ever think that happened to me. Yeah, it did to me, as douche, motherfucker. I had, so one of my best versions of that was when I had, um, I attacked a guy that was then uh, promoted to a war chief, and had a, and then there's this bodyguard thing where they can establish bodyguards of the lower-ranking orcs. Yeah. So... I, you know, basically chopped a guy in the head with my knife, with my sword, and then he ran away. Yeah. Uh, later gets promoted. Uh-huh. Becomes a war chief. He's got a bodyguard. There's this lower orc. I, I bump into that, mm-hmm. that orc, his bodyguard. Bill. Bill. 
And Bill York. says, Bill says, uh, you know, you're going to pay for taking other orcs. I Matt, could you please do that in a silly voice? Sorry. He says, you're going to pay for taking other orcs. I, that's pretty good. Yeah. And so, uh, so then I, I, I defeat him. I'm like, huh? He, he says I took his eye. And the next time I bumped into that war chief, he had this metal plate yeah. over his eye. That's pretty cool. And I was like, holy shit. I great. did take his eye. And not only did I take his eye, his bodyguard was aware of the fact that I took his eye yeah. and taunted me about it. Right. So there's really cool, interesting, not planned things that would happen like that, which again, were totally obviously scripted. Right. But the way that they covered them up was really fun to play. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything that was not good about this game that I didn't like. The story was kind of okay. The mythology was cool. It was. Yeah, I mean, I, again, there's nothing bad about the story. Characters there's just weren't nothing, that great. Nothing. In fact, oh. the, the lead character was kind of boring. I thought he was fine. Talon? I thought he was fine. His name was Talon. In case was, you don't remember. I thought it was Talion. The the year. I thought it was Talion. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're all bird something. <laughs> As douche the guy shit. who was Sarum Brimbor or whatever, Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor. He was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He was. And I, I also like the 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 daughter of the. Uh, All right. Well, I don't know. Whatever. You know what was awesome though? The design of it's and it's too bad that the actual boss battles weren't that great. The boss battles weren't that great. Oh my gosh, that's but, right. The ending. But the design. Oh yeah. The ending. the ending was terrible. The design of their look, like how mm-hmm. they looked, was. Fan fucking tastic. Yeah, that it actually really good. That extends to the creatures as well. Everyone, yeah, all the creatures, all the bad guys looked really mm-hmm. good. And there's some big ass creatures in the world that you have to tame. I think there's a rancor. There's pretty much a rancor and a I don't dire know. wolf. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a dire wolf. But the big the 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 squag or whatever it's, it's like called. a wolf, but dire. <laughs> there's a there's a huge ass troll that you have to. Yeah, it's a rancor. Yeah, you have to basically you know. chop its Achilles and then jump on top of it. And use your lightsaber. Yeah, to it's it's crazy. The thing's huge. Make the gate fall on it. Yeah, but it's cool. You unlock some powers by the end of the game that basically takes the entire five five minutes of trying to hunt these things out of the equation, and you can just instantly capture them, and then you can ride around on their backs and stomp on people. I think that's it's actually great. one of the best parts next to the Nemesis system. It's the the upgrade system eventually put you in a place where it went from like learning experience to like f- incredibly fun overpowered experience. Like yeah. it was the right amount of of skill tree to jump through to become something by the end where you were doing a bunch of crazy shit like taking over their minds and making them kill yeah. their their boss and 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 all the powers were essentially uh uh, just sort of centered around slowly over time becoming so powerful yeah. that you could just turn like 30 orcs against somebody and just have so much fun. And there were all these videos coming out when the game come at, came out of people essentially, because there's about 25, um, each there's each area has in the Nemesis system like these sort of slots that there are about yep. 25 of them. And there are three rows and each row is a different rank higher. Um, and then the warlords have bodyguards and they're in the back row because they're the most powerful. And these people would take every single other orc in this grid Mm -hmm. and have them become the bodyguard, like take over their minds and have them become the bodyguard of this one guy. Um, Or in the case, some cases they would just take over everyone's minds. Yeah. 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 And then you go and you create the scene and you can just kill them with like the snap of your fingers. So there would be, (laughs) there, there would be sequence where 25 of these boss type characters just bit it because they spent the time doing all this stuff. And it was so crazy. It was yeah. so fun. And when I think about the time to do that, it must have been pretty uh, involved. 
but it was so much fun just just running around and doing stupid shit in that game yeah and they the it's extra satisfying because they don't just bite it you basically hold your hand up to the sky and crush your hand and their heads implode i imagine this is how people who like play grand theft auto feel all the time you know religiously like like this is the this is the euphoria they go for yeah it's just doing stupid shit like this and just they just get a kick out of it because they for some reason get over the fact that the driving system's terrible and the shooting <laughs> system's horrible in that fucking game yeah no i agree it was fun to just run around in the world and do random tasks and find, ride more, a find ride, more orcs. ride one of their creatures you can always ride the creatures that was really fun did you play any of the dlc that they released for this game no i didn't play any of the dlc it looks stupid so i did and yeah. there's one really cool thing that they added in the dlc and Go that on. is you can I'm mount listening. you can mount and control the caragors just like you can in the, the right which are the rankers yeah but in the DLC, they release stealth versions of it. So you can be on a Karagor and you can sneak up behind a guy and stealth kill him. Like eat him? Yes, from above, from the side, whatever. Okay. So it's exactly the same, you know, mechanic as before, mm-hmm. except, you know, when you had used to have to sneak around on your own and get off your Karagor. Now you can stay on your Karagor and stealth kill a whole bunch of orcs and it's really fun. Was it free? Uh, I don't remember. Did you pay money for that? I don't remember. I hope you didn't, Matt. There's lots of missions, though. I started playing it. Like, I never finished it though. Interesting missions. Yeah, it was basically there was a bunch of uh, hunting of the uh, cre- like larger creatures and stuff. You had to go and hunt a bunch of. Did you play the mission where you could be Celebrimbor and fight Sauron? No, I played that. What mission? I didn't know that mission was there. I think it was pre-ordered DLC. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, that sounds like fun though. It was okay. Huh. I would give it a C. Okay. Not quite Mass Effect DLC. Mm, okay. I think Mass Effect's probably the best DLC I've ever played. Yeah, that's some great DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Dragon Age DLC was pretty amazing. I haven't played any Dragon Age. No, I know. Mm. You're not gonna. It's just not in your realm. Okay, so what else? Are we missing anything? Well, yeah, we could talk about Dragon Age 2. No, no, I mean, are we missing anything on Mordor? Um, uh, let's see. We got the creatures, the system. So the ending's terrible. Uh, I just remembered that. And the ending's fine. It's not fine. Oh, that's right. Didn't I tell you the ending was terrible? You too? told me it was terrible. I, I refused to believe that it could be terrible no, but because I of how good it was. For it. You did prepare me for you it. Yes, yeah, you did. You like prepared a, me for it. Like a proper partner should. I warmed you up. So here's, here's how bad it was. Okay. You warmed me up. Yeah. And you prepared me for how you said it's terrible. And didn't I give you another game that was terrible to compare it to? I don't think so. I think you just said, trust me, it's terrible. You're, you're going to hate it. Yeah. And so I went into it preparing for because it to be... Because I'm your friend, Matt. I look out for you. I, I But you don't that. listen to me. No, I did listen to you. I mean, you did listen to me when I was telling you what to say, but you don't listen to me when <laughs> I talk about the end of the game. So if you let me finish, uh, I went in and I but was if you finish, that's actually just gonna, that's prepared. Just end the podcast. I was actually prepared for it to be bad. And it was worse. It was worse than I thought it was going to be, even based off of your preparation. What what was it again? It was the... the I know it set up a sequel. You get all the way to the to the end, to the guy you've been fighting the entire oh, yeah, game right. to find. Right. You find him. The there's last a, boss. There's a cut scene yeah. where you like do some sword fighting, but you don't have to do anything. Yeah, well, no, there's and quick then, time events. And then there's four quick time there events where you have to hit the buttons in succession, and then that's it. Yeah. It was over. That was the final boss fight. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty terrible. It, it, it would be one thing if it was one of those games where it had limped along with a poor combat system and just a bunch of jokes and you, just, you finally get to it and you're like, yeah, yeah, fine, get me over here. But they had 
a completely fleshed out combat system they that had, you'd been enjoying for hours. They had unbelievable mechanics and they could have set up a three-tiered boss battle. Real anything. Simple. Anything. Use the range, use the sneak, and then use the, the straight up sword fight. And or, then you can end with a quick time. Or even then you got to hop on a beast and take him out with some beast attack. Yeah. They could have done anything and other than quick time events. Ending ending with a small quick time is fine. I yeah. have no issue. After with that. a fight, sure. Right. But there was no fight. It was just like, I'm here. I'm the bad guy. Right. Video, four but, buttons, dead. You know, you know what's funny? I think if they had even done it, just the storyline right, we would have been okay with it. Because, like, the Tomb Raider game ended with a quick time event. But it was this big battle until you got to the quick time event. Yeah. And it felt worthwhile. Like, yeah. it didn't feel like it was chintzy in any way. No. Yeah, this was, you fought all the way through a power, like a, a castle, an old, if I, if I remember, some ruins. And you're chasing after one guy who's yep. supposed to lead you to the main guy, right? And that, and that was, was kind of that was pretty interesting. There yeah. was a bunch of there was to it your was point. It was pretty easy though. It was easy, but they used stealth, and you had to fire range yeah. stuff. And you had to do all that. Yeah. And then you killed him. And you're like, great, cool, moving on. Oh, the bad guy's here. Quick time event. Yeah. I was like, what End the of fuck? Game. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. So yeah, that's and then they set up the sequel. Yeah, in a really dumb way. It's like I'm gonna go out and rah, 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 rah. yeah. You know what's up? With... The trend continues. I don't think we can escape uh, colons in our game. No, there's a colon in this one, too. South Park Signature, same thing. Yep. It's just like... We didn't even call it Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. It's like literally almost every game I play. uh, I guess not literally. You know, I once read something that literally has lost its literalness, so therefore we have no word for literal. I think they actually redefined it in the dictionary. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Anyway, I think they literally little fun fact, it. little little chips and bits fun fact for you there. Nice. Um, but I forgot what I was saying. I, no, I just it just like that train earlier that yeah. ran out of fuel. Now it fell off a cliff. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right up the it. tracks. Chips and bits podcast brought to you by <laughs> Delicatus. <laughs> Delicatus sandwiches. They didn't actually sponsor us, but one guy there likes the podcast. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that we've got that out of the way. That was the thing that sucked about it. We yep. covered a lot of the stuff that's great about it. Yep. Uh, definitely overwhelming my my favorite. Even with the ending aside, I mean, you just can't discount how amazing the entire rest of the game was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, I thought it was a really fun game. I, game of the year, it was not. Because the, the story was too weak for me, and the ending was pretty poor. And the mechanics were something, I mean, minus the Nemesis system, there's something I'd, I'd done before. It's, it, it, it didn't, I guess South Park was something I'd done before. It's fine. Like you love South Park. You love South Park. That's great. I loved the Nemesis system and so, you love so much. Celebrimbor. Like ever since I met you, you're just like Celebrimbor. This and Celebrimbor. I love him so this. much. I can't remember his name. Celebrate Celebrimbor Day. <laughs> I'm just like, oh God, Matt. Will you lay off? Oh, Celebrimbor Day. That'd be actually a good holiday name. Celebrimbor. Maybe we should call it the Chips and Bits Celebrimbor Award. Celebrimbor. Yeah, the Celebrimbor Award. We should call it the Celebrimbor. Award. Really? <laughs> it comes back from the dead every year. Yeah, to haunt us. <laughs> it really does. And to end poorly. Yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of the Chips and Bits podcast. Um, I'm Kenny. I'm Matt. And uh, have a nice day.